When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Jets win it. Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And it's time for breaking news. The Jets have decided to make another QB switch. This time, Zach Wilson heads to the bench for Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle came in in the third quarter against the Bills. And for now, he's going to be the starting quarterback. We'll get into everything that went down involving this decision. Robert Sala's words at the podium, what this could mean going forward, and all of that with our friend who covers the Jets for AM New York, Nick Faria. Nick, what's up, man? How you doing, Scott? Great to be back. So, Nick, no need to beat around the bush here. The big news is that Zach Wilson has been benched by the Jets. Not a big shock here. The only thing that is curious is that the Jets put themselves in a position where their only other options were Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon. And we've talked about this a lot, Nick. Zach Wilson was said to be a guy that the Jets thought still potentially had a future. They were going to redshirt him. He was going to learn behind Aaron Rodgers. And then they were going to see where they were at in a year or two. Well, guess what? Instead, they kept him as the backup. Aaron Rodgers, 40-year-old quarterback, gets hurt four snaps into the season. And then Zach Wilson gets forced into action, which is something that many of us said they never should have put themselves in position to have happen. 
They should have gotten an actual backup quarterback with experience and a track record. Teddy Bridgewater was out there in August. The Jets had multiple chances to get Joshua Dobbs. They could have traded for Jacoby Brissett at the deadline. They could have done something before Rodgers got hurt. They could have done something after Rodgers got hurt. And as I've said before, too, even if the Jets wanted to roll with Zach Wilson, they still needed an insurance policy in case Wilson needed to be benched or if Wilson got hurt again. Remember, he has been hurt in each of his first two seasons. So now this move happens and it's Tim Boyle. And I really feel like this is just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. And I've been saying this for weeks. Look, you want to bench Zach Wilson? Fine. I don't think it's entirely his fault. I don't think it's predominantly his fault what's going on. This is a horrendous offense, but we know the story here. They are on pace to be historically bad on third down, historically bad in the red zone. They're not scoring points, so the Jets have to do something. Now, I would argue that part of what they should have done here is taking the play-calling duties away from Nathaniel Hackett. I understand that both Wilson and Hackett have handicaps to overcome, but if you're going to bench the quarterback, I think you also have to take away the play calling duties from the offensive coordinator who has been abysmal. That's not going to happen, and we all know why. And it begins with Aaron and ends with Rodgers. So that's why you're not going to see anything happen to Nathaniel Hackett here. We'll get into the nuts and bolts of this, Nick, in a second. And we'll also talk about what Robert Salas said at the podium. There was one particularly interesting quote that I thought stuck out from his presser, and we'll talk all about that. But for now, the decision is Zach Wilson to the bench. Tim Boyle is going to be QB1 for Black Friday against the Dolphins. And Trevor Simeon is finally elevated off the practice squad. He will be the backup. Zach Wilson, the emergency third quarterback. Yeah, you know, you can take it a lot of different ways when it comes to this Jets quarterback mess and it's essentially a mess now just based on everything that's happened. You're talking about four of the last five seasons where the Jits have used three different quarterbacks during a continuous stretch of, of, of really incompetent play overall. So three different quarterbacks in one single season, back-to-back years, four of the last five. It really is. You can't really put words to it. It really is stunning. Um, but ultimately, you know, you look, you move past that, and you say, okay, what can Tim Boyle do? Why is Tim Boyle starting over Trevor Simeon? Simeon has more starter reps. He's won in the NFL, albeit uh, hasn't done that in a very long time. But the reason why they went with Tim Boyle is because Boyle has experience at the Hackett offense. He's run the West Coast system before. He's basically been Aaron Rodgers' uh, backup for the last five years. I know he went to other places, Chicago, Detroit as well. Um, but he's a career backup. He can come in, you know, in a stretch and play some pretty solid football. Looked pretty good in the preseason and in training camp. Had a couple of really good throws that I thought stood out. Uh, but ultimately, you know, we look at this and we look at a, a move like this, and this was a long time coming. It's not Zach Wilson's fault that there are 14 different offensive linemen that have played a snap this season uh, among the most in the National Football League and most in National Football League history. Um, but you can't win like that. You can't win on your fourth left tackle, your fifth offensive guard, your third center, and your fourth right tackle. All these moving pieces along the offensive line, it really is a detriment to the team, and it was a detriment throughout the entire regular season. And I know a lot of people want to talk about 
you know, the inaction and, and the lack of aggressiveness from Joe Douglas and Robert Sala when it came to the quarterback position and particularly the backup quarterback position. The one thing that I will say in terms of that is if they are getting a mandate from other people, and there was a report coming out, particularly earlier in the season, where the Jets did not want to spend too much money on a backup because they didn't want to sort of exceed the money that they were already dishing out. I believe they're currently spending about $280 million this year. And if that mandate came out, then that changes the whole conversation. Because now it's not just a player personnel move, it's a move from on high. And that's Woody Johnson saying, I don't want to do this do something else. Um, I'm not saying that I've heard that, but that's the main question that I would bring to people that are asking, why didn't you make a move? Because if they're being told we don't want to spend any more money uh, on this roster, then they're they're kind of, you know, their hands are tied on that end. So uh, a lot of dangerous pieces right now with the Jets. This offense is absolutely atrocious, uh, and there's no sign that it's about to get any better. The Dolphins' defense uh, has played really well as of late. We talk about the Houston Texans. Um, you know, obviously you got a couple other matchups. You got one against the Cleveland Browns, which is the best defense in football right now. Uh, this could get a lot worse before it gets better for the 2023 season. Now in 2024, that could be something different. You're going to get a high first round pick because Rodgers isn't going to play. Uh, and that could set you up nicely for a very deep draft class at both tackle, wide receiver, and potentially quarterback as well. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Nick, I think for sure if ownership got involved here and said that the Jets can't make a move at quarterback, then that's a blemish on ownership, regardless of whether it's that or whether Joe Douglas just simply decided that he didn't need to make a move or Robert Salas said he thought he could make it work with what they already had. There's a failure here within the organization to have addressed this situation And the bottom line is they said all along that the plan was for Zach Wilson to sit and redshirt and learn behind Aaron Rodgers. He was under contract for two more years at a pretty hefty price tag for a guy who was going to sit in redshirt. Might as well see what you could do with him because the money was all guaranteed. But after what we saw last year, there is no universe in which he should have been put back out there. And I will also reiterate that given that, I think he did as well as you possibly could have expected for the majority of the season. He had a couple of really bad games that stand out. The New England game was particularly bad. I thought he wasn't very good against the Chargers. He wasn't all that good against the Bills, but also they didn't give him any chance. As you said, the offensive line was just destroying him. Brees Hall was dropping passes. Everything on the offense was a mess. So considering all of that and considering where he was last year, I don't think they should have expected any more than this, but that's exactly why he never should have been put in this position in the first place. They should have gone out and gotten a veteran backup. They could have had a guy like Teddy Bridgewater in August for a few million dollars. Instead, they went out, they spent a bunch of money on Dalvin Cook. They spent a couple million dollars on Randall Cobb. We all know the reason for those moves. And that goes back to the heart of a lot of this, which is the Jets sort of made their bed and now they have to lie in it. They wanted Aaron Rodgers and everything that comes with Aaron Rodgers. That's fine as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy and playing. But if Aaron Rodgers isn't healthy and playing, all of a sudden, all of these bad pieces that had to come along with him to placate him end up helping to sink the offense and the team as a general matter. By the way, this was posted by Rich Semini over at ESPN. And keep in mind, most of the starts in this period of time would have been Zach Wilson, but fair amount of starts from both Mike White and Joe Flacco as well during this time period. From 2021, when Robert Sala took over as Jets head coach, the Jets are 29th in yards per attempt, 6.4. They had a 36 total QBR, that's 31st. Completion percentage, 58%, that's last. And touchdown to interception ratio, tied for last with negative one. I also want to point out, by the way, that Mike White and Joe Flacco, everybody points to their passing numbers and the yards and all of that. They were both horribly inefficient. They just threw a lot. And that's the thing about Mike White. Look, considering where he came from and where he is now, he did pretty well for himself. He's turned himself into a fairly decent backup, and he's going to have a nice career in the NFL sitting behind guys like Tua Tugavaloa. But if you actually go and look at his numbers outside of that Bears game, where he was playing the worst team in the NFL, it wasn't very good. And yes, I know later on he had the cracked ribs and all of that, but he had five interceptions in three games, 
And if you look at the passing yard totals, yes, a ton of them. But look at the Minnesota game, for example. He threw for like 380 yards, but he also threw the ball 57 times. And Joe Flacco, let's not even get into him. We saw what happened in Buffalo where he basically was a robotic statue. I think it's kind of wild that he even wanted to come back and play with the Browns after that because it looked like he had one foot out the door. And Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold was terrible here. Two of the worst offensive seasons in the last decade occurred in 2019 and 2020 with Darnold as the quarterback. He went to Carolina, had another chance, flopped there as well. He is better than Zach Wilson, as is Mike White. Let's put Joe Flacco aside for now because his glory days were a million years ago. But that doesn't make either one of them good, and it doesn't make Sam Darnold not a bust. Sam Darnold was a bust, just wasn't as big of a bust as Zach Wilson. So I think when you take a look at this whole thing in its totality, what it shows is that the Jets organization, starting from Darnold, going through Zach Wilson and all of that has had an enormously tough time trying to figure out a solution here at quarterback. They thought they had the solution with Aaron Rodgers, and when he went down, all of the warts that still existed on this offense that they never fixed because the wide receiver position was really never very good, even with Corey Davis here. The offensive line was shaky from the very beginning. You had Dwayne Brown at 38 years old coming back off of missing an entire season. Makai Becton, who had missed two straight years. Elijah Vera Tucker, who missed a bunch of time with a tricep tear. And so you were relying on those guys, particularly at tackle. Obviously, the backup plan became to shift Elijah Vera Tucker over there, but then you'd be weakening the guard position. And Max Mitchell was coming back after only having played five games last year as a rookie. You didn't know what you were getting out of him. He's coming back with the blood clots. They tried to go after Orlando Brown, didn't land him, and then just sort of threw their hands up in the air. So failure to do a little bit more for the insurance policy on the offensive line, failure to get a real insurance policy at quarterback, failure to really bolster the offensive weapons around Aaron Rodgers. If Rodgers was playing, he probably would have been able to overcome that. Wilson wasn't able to, obviously. We knew he wasn't good enough to overcome those kinds of challenges, which is why he never should have been playing. I don't think Boyle will be good enough to overcome them. I don't think Simeon will, but now we're about to find out. Yeah, when you look at the Jets' problems as an offense, I certainly look back at the overall offensive line. And, and again, we talk about the quarterback and all the, the missed attempts of trying to get a competent backup for Aaron Rodgers. But when you look at it, the Jets had a plan this offseason outside of just getting Aaron Rodgers and moving on. They wanted to improve the depth of the offensive line. They brought in guys like Wes Schweitzer, like Billy Turner. They drafted Joe Tippmann in the second round. Car Carter Warren was seen to be a steal when they took him in the mid-rounds in that day three selection. So there were moves that were made by the Jets to help their overall depth along the offensive line. The real problem is, very similar to Aaron Rodgers, is the fact that they all got hurt. And it's not just the starters. The backups to the backups got hurt. You know, overall, you look at everybody. Dwayne Brown has missed pretty much the entire season and could miss the rest of the year. Makai Becton just went down. Elijah Vera Tucker is gone. And then you look at the interior and say, well, Connor McGovern, Wes Schweitzer, Joe Tippmann's lost some time. Xavier Newman's no longer there because he's hurt. The backups of these starters that were brought in to provide depth got hurt and you can't really plan for that because you're not going to pay a fourth string center five million dollars off your cap space that's just that, that's absurd you can't plan for something like that um so ultimately i think the jets are again they, they're essentially stuck between a rock and a hard place you look at what uh they tried to do this season they wanted to win with aaron Rodgers at quarterback 
their inability to get a backup, you know, completely um, sort of blew up their season. But the offensive line issues are certainly there. And I think that, you know, if, if we're going to talk about Zach Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett, we also have to bring into the context of the fact that they've had some very difficult defenses. They've played some difficult defenses and they haven't been able to do anything because all these pass rushers that they face have gone to town nonstop because you have fourth and fifth string players at almost every position now playing for you. It's very hard to win like that in the modern NFL. The Chiefs don't have that. The Eagles don't have that. All these top teams aren't dealing with that kind, those kind of injuries. You have teams that are succeeding with offensive line problems, you know, guys that are ineffective, but those guys are starters from week one. This is just playing all these guys are hurt and they're not coming back anytime soon. That's a fundamental reason why the Jets have struggled this season. And I think when you talk about the 2023 Jets, it has to start there. Yeah, there's no question, Nick. I think my big gripe is they didn't do enough to address the tackle position. Max Mitchell, who played five games last year as a rookie and was coming off blood clots. Billy Turner, who was only here as a favor to Aaron Rodgers, let's be honest, he's a terrible player. Never should have been in position to have to play at all. Carter Warren, a fourth-round rookie. If you have an emergency, and like you said, you're on your third guy, that's fine. But the Jets went out, and they tried to get Orlando Brown, and when they couldn't get Orlando Brown, they sort of threw their hands up and said, okay, we're just not really going to go and address that tackle spot with anybody meaningful. That, to me, is the gripe. I understand what they did on the interior offensive line. I don't really have an issue with that. Either way, like you said, all the injuries came back to bite the Jets, and now they're where they're at, at 4-6, and six, and Tim Boyle takes over at quarterback when the Jets take on the Miami Dolphins on Black Friday at MetLife Stadium. Robert Sala addressed the media on this subject and a couple of other things. There was one quote in particular that I thought was interesting. Robert Sala was asked whether or not it had been discussed where they went wrong in the draft evaluation of Zach Wilson. And Salah said he has his thoughts. He shared them with Joe Douglas, and he's not going to get into it further. It's well known, Nick, that Robert Salah was one of the people in the Jets building that wanted to roll with Sam Darnold for another year, see if they could do something with him, stock up on draft picks, maybe make that trade with his old boss, Kyle Shanahan, and move back, and go forward rebuilding the team Around Darnold if it didn't work out with Darnold then go and draft a quarterback at some point down the line get a placeholder for the time being behind Sam Darnold and if it didn't work out that final year with Darnold you would have somebody behind him kind of like if you remember when they had Josh McCown here behind Sam Darnold Uncle Josh as they used to call him now I would argue that was still a bad plan because they had the Carolina Panthers willing to give them a two, a four, and a six for a quarterback who clearly wasn't working out. You take that deal and then you worry about the quarterback situation later, realize that Darnold has sunk cost and move on, but it still would have been a better plan than what ended up happening, which was the Jets drafting Zach Wilson at number two overall. And to be fair, I was in favor of the move at the time. Many people were, but it is what it is. It didn't work out. And so now Joe Douglas, who was the man who made that decision, and it's well known that he was the guy that ultimately wanted Zach Wilson more than anybody else. He's the one that gets the majority of the heat on this. And it's funny because there have been reports that have been leaking out. Josina Anderson would be one of the people that's been putting this stuff out there. It seems to try and shift things away from Robert Sala, maybe onto Joe Douglas or some other people. So that's starting to happen right now. Reminds me a little bit of when Mike McCagnin started to use the press 
to clandestinely try to bury Todd Bowles at the end of Todd Bowles' tenure. Not that Todd Bowles didn't deserve to be buried based on how poorly he'd coached, but that's the game that seems to be going on right now to a degree. Nick, talk about that and the other things that Robert Sala said during this press conference. Yeah, you know, and, and and if I could just take a step here and sort of defend both sides. When when Salah spoke and, and gave that question, I didn't see it as the dig that many are taking it as. I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, he, he threw the GM under the bus. I didn't see it that way. What I saw it as a coach that has been asked four or five different times during that press conference, what do you think of Zach? Would you have made that move? Blah, 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 and going back, and what would you have done differently and everything else? And I think with him, it was just more of a, listen, Joe and I talk all the time. This is not, you know, it's not one person or the other. We're both in, we're both aligned with what the plan was. We're both aligned with what we wanted to do. Um, and it just unfortunately didn't work out. I didn't see it as sort of the job saving kind of move that you typically see from coaches or GMs. It was more of just a simple thing of solid was asked something very similar to the last few that he already had. And it was very simple. Listen, you know, I've talked to Joe about this. We've been very clear about our plans and what our goals are, and we move on. We can't have the benefit of hindsight, you know, three years after. That's not how this works. Um, so I know a lot of people are jumping on that. I would sort of pump the brakes on that of of Salah trying to save his job or Joe Douglas is to blame for Wilson. I think this is an overall team thing that's going on. There's very little finger pointing even now within the Jets locker room from not from what I'm hearing. Um, so it's very hard for me to say, well, this is this is solid doing this and he wants to protect himself and it's Joe Douglas's fault. That's not what I got from that press conference or that answer um, altogether. It was more of just a coach saying, listen, hindsight is hindsight. We can't go back and change this move. This is what we have in front of us. You know, you, you look and you see Sala for who he is. He's a player's coach. Um, who wants the best for his players, and he's never going to talk badly about a player. He didn't when Elijah Moore was running his mouth pretty much every week last week, last season, um, and he's not doing it to Zach Wilson, who's now the third quarterback on the roster and has probably played his last down for the Jets, if not the NFL. He's saying, he, you know, I still believe Zach has a future in this league. He's a great kid. He needs to improve at certain things, as he knows. Um, he, he's really just the kind of guy you want to root for um, if you're a fan of, of the team. And really what it comes down to is, and I say this all the time with young head coaches, because um, you see it so many different times with first-year head coaches where they get assistance that they know, and they get assistance that they're comfortable with and they know how to operate with. That, to me, is always dangerous because you want the best available guys, not guys that you know. I understand the NFL is based on relationships, and everything um but ultimately it was him that decided to hire mike lafleur how all the assistants that came over from san francisco joined sala he didn't have the relationships that he could build with some of these other guys and eventually you know his two offensive coordinator picks mike lafleur and nathaniel hackett so far have not worked out to this point and when you have that when you have you know offensive coaches that aren't good enough and you are a defensive minded head coach, it's up to you to solve the offense. And I think that's where Sal is right now. 
I don't think he's in any danger right now. I think if I were if I were a betting man, I think both he and Douglas are going to return next season no matter what. Um, because, again, you can't plan for this. Woody Johnson made it very clear before the season started that there was not going to be a playoff mandate because of things like this. You can't plan for how the season's going to go. Um, but ultimately, you know, it, the eyes are going to be on the coaching staff now. If they can rattle off and stay afloat and stay relevant going into December, whether they finish with six, seven, or eight wins, I think they are 100% going to be back, um, especially if Aaron Rodgers sticks his neck out for him. And I think he will. I agree, Nick. I think that's the likely scenario, and I do think Aaron Rodgers is going to stick his neck out for both of those guys. He seems comfortable with them. Certainly, he's already stuck his neck out for Nathaniel Hackett, and I expect him to continue to do so. So I don't think there's going to be any major changes as far as the coaching staff or the front office in the offseason unless something unexpected happens. By the way, Nick, when it comes to decisions by the front office and the coaching staff, Tantel Smart. This is a guy who just got released again. I have to wonder if the coaching staff is playing games with him at this point because this has to be a record for the number of times a player has been signed, released, signed, and released in one single season. Yeah, you know, it happens all the time. You know, way back when with Philadelphia, it was Dennis Kelly, who's now with the New York Jets, where he'd be cut, picked up, cut, picked up. Uh, And it's just a simple way for people to miss uh, the practice squad, and you don't have to go through the practice squad and the elevations that go through that. Uh, it's just a nice little trick that GMs use. Uh, pretty funny, obviously very annoying for the player, um, but ultimately I think that Smart's going to get, you know, returned back to the roster eventually. Whether he plays on Friday or, or not really will depend on the injuries the team has sustained. Nick Faria covering the Jets for AM New York. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about the breaking news. The quarterback change that a lot of people were waiting for. Tim Boyle coming in for Zach Wilson. He'll get his first start at MetLife Stadium. Black Friday against the Miami Dolphins. Zach Wilson, the emergency third quarterback, and Trevor Simeon will be the backup. Really appreciate you hopping on with me, Nick. For those that want to check out everything you're doing at AM New York, what do you have up over there and how can people follow you on social media? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, Nick underscore Farias, 1720. That's where all the updates and Jets news is coming out. Uh, Most of the stuff is obviously going to be centered around this quarterback change. What uh, is next for the Jets? What's next for Zach Wilson? And then I think uh, eventually, you know, I kind of wanted to put this off, but I think eventually we're going to have to start working on some mock drafts uh, because the more the Jets lose to some of these good teams, the higher that draft pick is going to go and the closer that they're going to get to a player like Marvin Harrison Jr., Joe Walt, Olu Fashano. These guys are, you know, blue chip players that could immediately help the Jets franchise in the long run. I think there's going to be some exciting times. There's going to be some pain to go through, uh, but it could just end up being probably the best thing that could happen for this franchise in the long run. Olu Fushanu would look very nice in Jets green, but we are a long way from talking about players like Olu Fushanu. Still a couple of months left to go in this season. Make sure you check out everything that Nick's putting out, including when he starts to talk a little bit about draft stuff, which of course we'll begin talking about here on the show. And at playlikeajet.com and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet, where you can find a lot of awesome All-22 reviews, 
Watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Like I said, it's youtube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the play like a jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at Chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.